Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Michelle Berquist. You're, I'm going to say today, I'm your amazing host of Women Leading the Way, and I have got a fabulous guest with me today who is our leading lady. I'm delighted to introduce all of you to Lenka Holman. She is more than this, but I'm going to say she is a certified financial educator with Wealthwave, and Lenka, you're way more than the certified financial educator which is amazing, but say hi and say hello to all of our listeners. Hello, everyone out there. <laughs> out there in podcast land and radio show land. I love that. International podcast land. we got an international focus now. I love it. Hey, I want you to share with people because, I, you know, I don't know, and actually I didn't know until you told me years ago that there was even a term called certified financial educator. So for our listeners, what is a certified financial educator. All right. So there's a ton of terms, and I think the most overused one is financial planner. Um, That's the geek who can put together a piece of paper and a report because they entered everything. Um, But there's so much more out there. And sorry, for those of you who haven't met me yet, I don't cut corners. I just say it like it is. Um, And that's a good place to start. It's good to be able to plan for things and look at how everything looks on paper. However, the next level is being able to really connect a person with what they need and really help them move forward in a plan. But the higher level, the higher level, and that's the, the last designation that I've gotten that's educator because everybody's different. The reality of it is while the stereotype of where am I going to retire um, is I'm going to sit on a beach in Florida and I'm going to golf every other day or whatever the it is or I'm going to garden every day, um, that's slowing down to stop. But everybody's got a different what's good for them And what we're trying to do as educators, saying, okay, great, what does this really mean? You're not just trusting your money to a black box and hoping that at the end you don't run out of money and become a bag lady. So you've (laughs) got to be able to communicate with people, and that's the educator part. And I do seminars all the time for companies, for individuals, in small groups, you name it, and it's it's how do we communicate what's good for somebody and what do we do next? You know, I, I love that. And, you know, and I want to kind of preface things and go, one, I want our listeners to know that you are a mom with daughters, two daughters. <clears throat> Number two, you know, I know you have a reason that you got into this industry and why you do what you do. And I just want to set this up in a way that says, 
you know, what I love with Connected Women of Influence and our radio show, Women Lead Radio, is that, you know, there's this perception that, or maybe there's a, a perception, I'm not sure, but this is what I think, coming from a, a, a commercial banking background, is that women are risk averse. Women don't educate themselves on financial wherewithal and financial management, you know, and then yet there's a lot of women on both sides I know that are very well educated, very smart and financially savvy, and a lot that just go, oh, I don't pay attention to that. So I'm really curious Uh for you in the industry, in the business, one, you know, talk about why you got in the industry, and then two, I just, I mean, maybe a couple of comments. I mean, do you see that these perspectives are true, that women women are kind of risk averse, don't really like to deal with the financial management piece of life and business. Um, but first one, start with why you got into the business and the industry, because I know you have a reason and a season and a passion. I actually love to solve problems. Um, the reason why I connected with this industry so much is I love to solve problems. Give me a puzzle and I'll solve it. And I see people as puzzles like okay what's good for this person what works for that person what do they really want in the end um and that i actually thought i was going to go into the science field my degree was in the science field and after about six months of sitting in a tiny little cubicle i said oh no i i need human interaction i can't i can't do the lab thing so went a completely different direction, completely different direction. Now, I part love, two well, of that. Go yeah, ahead. okay. No, you go ahead. Part two. I'm, I'm waiting. Part two of that. The um, women are risk averse. Women are uneducated. Women don't take care of their own things and don't want to be bothered with it. Well, let me tell you the truth. Women are human beings and all human beings are different. The reality of it is society and old school stuff has made it really tough for men not to feel that they're the ones who are supposed to, they should, and Michelle, you know what I say about should. Um, I do know what you say about should. Uh-huh. Um, we shooting on ourselves. Don't should all over yourself. You know, you shouldn't always worry about everything else. And men have been shoved into that box. And so many of them have been told so many years that they think that they are protecting somebody. And what I see is exactly the opposite. Um, Most of the healthy relationships, I'd say 50-50. The wife takes care of everything, understands, busts out the spreadsheets while the husband's like, okay, whatever she said, I'm sure it's right. Um, And then here's the other piece of it. Right now, more than any time, women will at least have a season where they are the primary bread earner where they are the person in charge, whether it's because of being widowed, whether it's a divorce, whether it's they just never got married because they didn't want to go that route. And that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But what that does is it just says, okay, I'm, I'm on my own. Let's do this. And, you know, I do see some people with the risk averse, but those risk averse, they are not the ones who were born that way, they were trained that way. 
They were trained Ooh. not to ask questions. They were told, be careful. Are there differences? Absolutely. But it has nothing to do mm. with not wanting to learn. That's interesting. I mean, I think you've got such a perspective of what you see, but talk more about that piece for women because, I mean, you see it differently than I do through our association, and I'm, I'm curious. I mean, do you see that women, when you say that they're taught that or they're brought up that way, does that mean that they're kind of like told not to deal with finances? Oh, don't worry, you're... I mean, what, what do you what do you pretty experience little, with don't that? Don't worry your pretty little head about that. I've actually okay. heard that. Okay, I, I didn't want to phrase. say that. <laughs> okay. No, I, I've heard it. I have heard it. Don't wow. worry your pretty little head about that. Um, and it comes from. Let me give you a non-money example. Non-money example. Mm-hmm. So, science industry. I went to school at UCSD. Go Tritons for any of you out there. Um, and. <laughs> What what I experienced, I was in a electronics lab in electrical engineering. Okay, yes, I know, science geek, don't hold it against me. Um, but when um, my co uh, classmates saw who I was going to have for that class as a professor, they said, "Oh, you're in trouble." I said, why? And they said, well, he doesn't believe that women should be in science because they don't have the aptitude. i like, okay, fine. Um, well, I'll just wow. go in and I'll do my work. I'll do my work and I'll, I'll be fine. Well, the, the grading on it was subjective in, in some cases. You wouldn't think science can be subjective, but it can. And that being said, the very first lab, everybody did an individual lab. And when um, that lab result came back for everybody, he read out the grades with the names and had you come up to grab your paper. Every single male in the class on that first lab got either a B or a C. Every single female in that class got a D or an F, except for me. And the problem was, well, problem, quote, unquote, he was handing it to me and he literally jerked it out of my hand because he said, that's you. With a name like Lenka, he didn't connect that I was a woman. And he was absolutely mad that he gave me a B. So those underlying things happen and it can be that overt or it can be subtle like the, ugh, just go shopping for shoes, honey. You'll be fine. I'll take care of the bills or whatever. Um, and, hey, I know of one person who, when he was getting married, got the talk from his father. And the talk from his father was, don't ever let the wife know where the checkbook is. You don't want her to know how much money she ha- you have because she'll empty it and leave you. So Okay, wow. Well, we happen. went down a crazy corner. Yeah. We, that's crazy. That, is that still today? Um, the, the son is my age. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay, well, I want to shift gears just a little bit. I know, limited time, right? 
you know, I know, I know, I know. Commercial break here for one of our sponsors, but I, I do want to talk a little bit about what you, why you like to work with women owners and what you experience with women owners. So my first question is, why do you, I mean, why women owners, why women owners as opposed to any type of business owner for your focus and your clients? They're entrepreneurs. They see things in a new way. Women don't need a box. Mm. They build their own damn box. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's it's it? really the oh, reality. I love that, though. It's, it's I love the it. way it is. I love that. It's, it's what well, we do. Absolutely true. And, I, you know, I mean, share a little bit as far as working with women owners. I mean, when you present, you know, kind of the whole financial plan, let's say, because, you know, again, do you find that women really accept, you know, the, the plan as it's laid out as a strategy? Do women, you know, say, uh, you know, I think of, I think of that term coachable or not. I mean, do they listen to your advice? Is that what you, or what do you like about working with women? I know you say they think out of the box, but give me a little more. Maybe that's my better question. Well, when I say they think out of the box, they're willing for uh, for me to, as long as I've got a darn good reason, they're willing to go down the path with me. It's like a, an individual who I just spoke with not too terribly long ago, um, like an hour and a half ago. She's a fantastic individual who is going down a completely new path. And her partnerships as to how she is building equity I love it. It's not attached to emotion. It's looking at things and saying, hey, this is a possibility. And as long as we have things written out, if it's a legal contract, this can work. And it's not something that, you know, would be additional thought process. And because of that, if I'm willing to go there with them, they know that I'm listening to all of it. Women make better advisors because we listen and we think about possibilities rather than crunching the numbers, get the volume through, or any of those other things. I love so that. Well, it's, no, it's and just I, a I different thought there. process. Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to so. come back. Give me a second because I want to do just a quick um, sponsor break here. I know you are one of our sponsors and Connected Women of Influence, so thank you for that. Um, but the sponsor I want to recognize for today, so I'll be right back. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be San Diego's largest private nonprofit university founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and partners. Like you, my leading lady, Link Holman with Wealth Wave. I want to say thank you to you for your sponsorship and support of Connected Women of Influence. And, you know, I want to get into a little bit about that mindset with women, because I think we were just touching on that, that, you know, women, they do think differently. You know, they have a different reason for why they do what they do. And I'm really curious, like when you work with women owners, you know, this perfection thing comes to mind for me. And, 
you know, it's such a humbling thing, I think, or a great thing to talk with a financial educator or financial advisor such as yourself. What, you know, talk a little bit about how you can get women specifically to kind of overcome that hurdle that I hear all the time from women is, oh, I I can't speak to a financial advisor because, you know, I haven't done any saving and I'm embarrassed, right? Or I haven't done what I know I should have done, the shoulds again. And mm-hmm. how do you address that? Because I hear that a lot from women. Like they would sit down with somebody and it's such a personal relationship, kind of like your banker or your CPA, but in a different way that, you know, people get embarrassed. They get in their head and it's like, that's, the wrong reason, obviously, but how would you address that to all the women out there that just say, get over it, but be nicer about it? Because <laughs> it really, it's it's a tough thing, you know, because it's so humbling yeah. to go in and, you know, go in there and say, hey, here's my horrible finances, and I should have done better about it, but now help me, right? Well, okay, so two things. First of all, it's not their head trash, it's somebody else's and somebody else just left their head trash on their front porch. And if Mm. you think about it that way, because I should have done this, I should have done that. Let me, I mean, as we're talking, I'm sitting here looking at the ocean. I should have learned how to swim. Well, did anybody teach you? If nobody thought to teach you, and you didn't have the resources, maybe you live in Yuma instead of San Diego. You didn't have the real resources to go out and learn how to do that. You didn't have anybody who in your family who believed that swimming was important. You wouldn't learn. So, like I said, that's somebody else's head trash, the head trash from another generation And when you can see it as that, you can throw it away. You can throw it away. And so the other thing is the shame piece. When we shame anybody, there's been a ton of conversation about body shaming, about image shaming, all of these other things. Why on God's green earth are we not talk about financial shaming? If you're not a multimillionaire, you're ex. What difference does that make? Can we take a look at altruistic individuals? Can we take a look at people who had some things ripped away from them? Maybe they spent 6, 8, 10, 12 years dealing with family members who had medical issues and that drained their finances. I should have. No, forget it. What do we have now? You know, and when you take a look at that, Going back to that first thing, in reality, that perception that, oh, we don't talk about those things, if you go back to the churches, which that's another education area that I'm in, um, Mm -hmm. the pastor almost always, with a few exceptions, will be more likely to have a conversation about at the pulpit about sex life, infidelity, than he will about money. So where on are we supposed to learn this stuff if there are no outlets? So if we say to heck with that, I'm going to empower myself, I'm going to get the knowledge needed, we're going to figure this out and we're going to see what the next step is, 
then we made another step. You know, that good old saying of a journey of a thousand miles, first freaking step, Mm -hmm. first freaking step. So, yeah. No, I really like that because it it is. It is. You know, I mean, there is a way to get educated. It doesn't mean you have to be like you, right, where it's like you have all this series, whatever, education. But, you know, having that advisor relationship and an expert, you know, and you, a certified financial educator and more, you know, I want to give you a chance because, you know, the, the other part, too, is I think it's overwhelming when you look at all the people out there that, you know, purport, do, say, you know, credentialed that they are experts in helping individuals, and let's just say women business owners. You know, for you, and I want you to kind of, you know, you're not, I know you enough, Lanka, that it's like I want you to kind of say this, but there's a lot of people out there. Like, what do you want people to know about you and why you were a great choice um, for women owners? Like, what is it about you that, you know, what what's awesome about you? Now, I could share a few things, but I would love for you to share a few things and why people should choose you if they're going to come to you with those financial questions and those pieces of their life that they want to be financially better. No judgment. Let's not mm. get stuck in the past. Let's take a inventory of where we're at, really expand to what you want in your future, Let's figure out point A to point B. You know what? Sometimes that's not an easy trek. Sometimes it's a little bit more difficult, but those are kind of the more rewarding for me because I've had individuals who have literally gone from being coached to talk to me because they had already talked to a a bankruptcy attorney to a few years later – being retired and being okay. So it's possible. It's not easy, but nothing really important is. And knowing what your end result is, is huge. You know, I'm going to steal, and I use that word specifically, a phrase, we don't retire anymore. We rewire and then refire because we got a lot more life in us nowadays. And, uh, you know, I'm so grateful because it was a CWI event that I heard that phrase and I connected to it. It's not like (laughs) the 1920s where, okay, you can expect you're going to be dead at 45 because that's life expectancy. We've got a lot more to give. And what's next? Absolutely. No, and I love those two words as well because they they kind of caught my attention as well. And I'm, I'm going to give credit where credit's due because that was Dr. Karen Gedney um, that shared yes. that. And I was like, oh my God, those are just gems as words because, you know, and it's not about. I love what you said too. It's no judgment. You know, I mean, I think that was one of the things that I was very impressed with you about. It it was about being real, <clears throat> and that everybody's had their their circumstances and their situations in life. You know, it's not going to be about the judgment. And there are some, you know, financial folks out there that do that. So I'm going to give you a chance. Like, we've got just a couple minutes left. But, you know, what do you want more women owners to know? Like, really, if you had to give them three slices of you and your expertise and your thoughts um, as a financial, a certified financial educator and more, I'm putting that star on there, that you just have such a great expertise within the financial arena and educating and supporting women business owners about all aspects of finance, financial yeah. wherewithal, what would you want to share with them? One, the world is changing. 
and the people who can absolutely adapt and really focus on what's next, those will have amazing success. Anyone who's stuck is going to stay that way. The world is changing. I don't think anybody will possibly debate me on that. That being <laughs> said, that being said, the second thing is, yeah, get rid of that head trash. It's not yours. It was somebody else's, and they just dumped it on your front porch. So you can choose to let it rot there like a uh, pumpkin in December, or you can say, okay, next. And then, and then you know, thirdly, and this is going to seem counterintuitive, find an advisor that you not only trust, but you feel like you can challenge and question. If you find somebody who gets really ticked off because you said, well, I heard X, why should I not believe that and believe you? And that just means that they don't have enough logic and they're going to go emotional on you and say, well, if you don't believe me, go away because wah. Uh-uh. I love the clients that challenge me. I love them. And I push right back because together, sometimes I've even said, okay, you know what? We will do what you want. But by the way, I'm going to make you sign a letter that says I gave you different options and you were advised to do X, Y, and Z, but you wanted A, B, and C that much more. So we can have pushback respectfully and go forward. Only way anybody's going to learn anything Seriously, Simone Biles, if she, if she was uh, just compliant or, and, and said, okay, I'm only going to do this and didn't give push, pushback, no, I think I can do that extra flip in the air, which, oh, my gosh, she's amazing, then she probably wouldn't have pushed the limits for herself either. It's possible. Right. Let's work together, and you've got to have a spotter to help you not break your neck. That's I it. love that. All of a sudden you said it's possible and I went to a Disney movie, but that was weird. So at any rate, sorry, I had to share a little <laughs> bit about that. Um, just, just a little like wrap up on that, but because you and I are both Disney fans. Well, you more, way more than me, but I am, I'm right in that camp. I think the word is impossible and you're saying it's possible, which I think is great. I mean, it does. It takes one step. I, I do want to encourage our listeners to get a hold of you. And, you know, I, I love your passion for finance. I came from commercial banking. I Absolutely. In tandem with you, Lanka, I believe more women should, you know, just really understand their financial life, house, business much more um, effectively. And I, and I know you're on that mission to do that. So I want to encourage our listeners to give you a call, including our members. But how do you want to be reached if people want to reach out to you? It's like, share your digits, girl, please. I know. Um, well, the best way is if you just look up LankaHolman.com, it has my Calendly link on there. So you can actually schedule a time that works for a 15-minute conversation just to kind of find out a little bit more. And you can say, this is what's going on with me. What do you think? And then you can even ask me questions and grill me and challenge me. I'm all for that. I, I love them. Um, so I love that. And I com. 
And we definitely have a link to your website on our show page. So that's there, LankaHolman.com. Lanka, I want to thank you. I mean, I, I know you are um, a very authentic, very real um, professional in what you do, but I want you to know one of the things I absolutely love most about you is that you meet people where they are. There is no judgment. I, I want our listeners to know that because we all have, like I said, those experiences in life and there's no, there's no perfect situation or scenario. So thank you for being who you are and what you do. And I hope everybody reaches out to you and at least at minimum has a conversation. So last question for you, is there any one thing that you want to share to kind of leave us on a high note or, you know, do we just say a million dollars and we end it? What's something that we can leave with a positive positive note for all of our listeners. Well, I'm going to I'm just going to say adapt. Take a look at what's around you and how can we adapt? How can what's next? Next steps and adapt. That's it. I love that word. That's a good one. Adapt. All right. Well, thank you today for being our leading lady, especially, you know, one of our very, very, very um, loved sponsors and Connected Women of Influence. And at the same time, I want to thank all of our listeners and saying thank you for being loyal to Women Lead Radio. We're an international show. We are now here every Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. We've grown to an international platform, so we love that. You can also find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, you know, any of the major distribution uh, subscription services. And to that, I want to add to Lenka and say not only adapt, but take action. You know, find a professional that you can work with. And Lenka, thank you again. So all of the listeners, have a wonderful weekend, and we will see you again on another Women Lead Radio Show. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.